What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Dear Shamika, the podcast. I have my special guest with us today, Michaela Jones, and she will be talking about breaking up to bossing up. But before we get into that, she'll talk briefly about her businesses. What's up, Michaela? Hey. Okay, so could you tell our guest about your business ventures you have going on? Oh, I have, as you know, I've had multiple business ventures, but my latest one that I love is, um, I do teeth whitening, teeth gems, um, my close people that know me, I love makeup, I'm really into, I'm getting my makeup situation together, mm-hmm. but, um, right now I have that in play, um, teeth whitening, teeth gems. Um, people that want to get their teeth white, it's a cosmetic thing. I don't do uh, cleaning or going into the diseases or anything you can have going on with your gums or teeth. I just whiten them. I get you from yellow or gold <laughs> to white. Not gold. <laughs> right. I, have, I don't talk about my clients, but I have had clients with gold. But it's cool. Yellow, gold, brown, even. We can get, I get them that white. So you can smile bright, smile white, as long as you got Good, healthy gums, I can help you. Okay, good. That's what I'm doing now. I know, that's right. How old are you? <laughs> oh, my God. Shamika, <laughs> that was not a part of it. There has to I be a part of it. They, they need to know. How old are you? I am. Um, I'm 23. So I'm only going to say this for the girls. It's 23 and maybe under. I'm going to do it for y'all. I'm going to tell my age. I'm 23. Okay. So, the reason age is important is because... A lot of people are dealing with situations where they may not be in the best relationship. They may be just going through pain, trauma, turmoil, and they feel, hey, I'm young. I don't necessarily know who's going through what I'm going through, and I feel like I'm in it alone. So your age is important because you are um over a whole generation of of young girls not necessarily over, but you belong to a generation of young women who are right. dealing with heartache and don't know how to refocus their energy. So let's get straight into this interview from break up to boss up. How long were you and the father of your child together? Oh, uh, we were together um, this year in November. It'll be three and a half years. So mm-hmm. uh, we were together, I want to say, um, we're going to say two years. We're going to X out a whole year. We were together two years. Why are we Xing out a year? What caused you guys to break up? Oh, Lord. I'm like, which part of the, which cause do you want? But I want it all. Like, what caused, what, what okay, caused it? Overall, <laughs> I'm going to sum it up. Like, we were just on uh, two different, two different levels, two different domains. Like, um, we, we just weren't seeing eye to eye on a lot of things. My, my baby's father was just not, he wasn't, he which I'm just gonna say we weren't compatible. Like he probably got somebody now that's on his level that makes him happy. You know, so I just leave it at that. We we just weren't compatible. I wasn't dating somebody that I feel like was I needed today that's on my level. Like he probably got somebody that's on his level, it's not the damn him, but he dating somebody on his level. We just were not compatible. He had what he was had going on, I had 
what I was trying to have going on. He was doing what he was doing. I just was not trying to dwell. It, we just weren't compatible. I'm just going to leave it at that. It, uh, we weren't compatible. Okay. Would you define it as a toxic or non-toxic relationship? It was, def- it was definitely toxic. Um, when one person not happy in a relationship, um, when I feel like one person is not getting what, I feel like relationships go either like this or that. If you, if you got too good in a relationship, I feel like the relationship going to go bad because both of y'all are going to try to stick it out and work it out no matter what. Too good, it's like two good people, not saying he bad, but people that mostly on the good side, like, okay, no matter what happened, we're going to try to work it out. This person is going to try to work it out with you. You're going to try to work it out with them. You're going to put your pride to the side for them. They're going to put their pride to the side with you. When you got one person that's trying to do that and the other person is not, they dwelling in other things, um, whatever the case may be, and you trying to constantly push, push for the relationship, you trying to um, make it work, it's just, uh, it's just basically off balance. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it was, a, it's toxic. Any relationship that's like that is a toxic relationship because either way, one person is gonna be, one person gonna be unhappy. One person is gonna be getting a short end of the stick. That's just, that's what I define as a toxic relationship. Okay. From what I gathered from you, um, you kind of defined uncommitted. So when one person is committed to making something work and the other person is uncommitted to making it work is never going to work. But what characteristics um, do you define as toxic? Not necessarily within him, but just when you think of the word toxic, what does toxic mean to you? Um, For me, the first thing that popped up is toxic is when like, um, hate, like, the person you with can be a hater. People think of being a hater as um yo yo friend that you went to school with and she jealous of you. No, your hater can be it your, could be your cousin, it could be your boyfriend, it could be your girlfriend. Any person is not on the level as you and they look at what you doing as something and get jealous or envious of it instead of trying to be supportive, they are considered a hater. Mm-hmm. They not they not being supportive. They not they not putting they thought in the effort in trying to help you do what you do. Not that they have to take off what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But if you with somebody in a relationship, whether it's a friend or anything, if I know my friend trying to do something, I'm thinking like, whatever battle she faces, I'm thinking like, what can I help her with? What can I tell her that's going to help her get through this so she can go to the next level? Mm-hmm. If that person is not trying to do that, they toxic. They a hater. You're like, this point blank, period. So. In any relationship, I'm not going to focus on boyfriend and girlfriend. I'm just speaking on all relationships. If that person is not 100% investing into what you're trying to go on and happy for you, like you are happy for yourself or trying to be happy for yourself, they're a hater. They're not going to do nothing to hold you back. They're not going to give you the advice you need. They're not going to motivate you like you need to be motivated. They are they are a hater. And you know, you can handle them how you want to handle them, but it, it comes in form in a lot of forms and fashions. It don't come like friends, old friends. It can, it can be your boyfriend. It could be your baby father. It could be your husband. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It don't have a title on it. They can be that person. They can be that ultimate person who holding you back. So toxic relationships. So I like, yeah, what yeah. I'm gathering from you is. Ladies, when you are picking your mate or fellas, when you're picking your mate, you have to ensure yourself that this person is supportive because what I just gathered from you is lack of support, uh, lack of really 
not necessarily interest in what you got going. Yes, like lack of interest in what you have going in. Mm-hmm. Looking at what your mate is doing is competition. So mm-hmm. you have to Ooh, love yourself because it's it's all about self love. Loving mm-hmm. yourself uh, is the first step to entering a romantic relationship. So before you even get in a relationship. You have to love yourself first because uh-huh. if somebody loves themselves enough to make it happen and you're not doing anything and, and you know, you're just being idle, you're going to start to envy who you're with because you're not working towards your own goals. You don't have your own goals. So oh. what a lot of times happens is you want somebody, as Michaela was saying, on your level, even when you're not doing good. When somebody is doing less and when somebody isn't doing anything and you're not doing anything, that person is going to make you feel better about who you are because they're idle too. Versus Uh you being with somebody that's being productive and you're not being productive. What you really say when you quote unquote hate is I don't like the position I'm in. You make me feel bad about where I'm at in life. Therefore, I can't be with you. And then, and and we can go to the Bible when the Bible speaks of being unequally yoked. We're not on the same page. So what you were saying is you and the person you were with, y'all just weren't on the same page. It doesn't make him a bad person. It may be that you just advanced quicker than he did, you know? And so we have to look at those things. As well, are we now, on the you, same page? When you humble yourself, you will stop down at people for, oh, he dogged me, oh, he did see that. At the end of the day, we have our own, we, we make choices. Like, I had the choice to deal with him. I had the choice to see what he showed me and still deal with it. I can't say that, you know, I did have the mindset at one point, I want to change my love and stuff, which I want to. I know he's capable of, he probably thinks that I'm going to stick around and show him what he's capable of. At the end of the day, I was neglecting myself. So you have to take responsibility, you know. Mm-hmm. That's so I would never talk bad on him. I had the choice. It's a million people. I heard a million guys. I heard the academic. So I never get on anything and say, oh, he dogged me. Oh, he this. He a mm-hmm. bad person. He this and that. I had the choice. So I take full responsibility. But I could just say, okay, we weren't on the same level. I chose to deal with this person that went on the same level with me. So anything that comes with it, I have to take responsibility for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and non-compatibility can turn a uh-huh. relationship. It can turn a relationship toxic because if we're right. not on the same page, like for instance, some girls may like certain things. the The next girl may be like, "Hey, me and him are on the same page." I don't right. see what she was talking about. He's amazing. Exactly. But exactly. if you're on different pages, you're like this. You could be doing more. You could be doing uh-huh. this, and you can be doing that, and then there comes the resentment. Happy. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So his bitch, whatever, whoever your ex date or whatever, they may be happy with him, but uh-huh. what your standards are may not be where her standards are for a man. So it just depends on the person. Her standards for who she want to date, he probably matched them. Whatever that you know, it just don't match for me. So we can't down nobody. That he is everybody for, for somebody. It just was not for me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Let's get into your success routine, though. When you were in a relationship with your previous partner, what was your success routine? Like what? I know now you're driven, you're ambitious, you're on top of your game. How was your success routine before you guys broke up? 
I'm going to say this right. Technically, I had the same success routine. They just were not being executed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were not being, I was not, I was not doing, I was not going full-headed like I was now. Um, My success routine, um, it has not changed, but being with somebody, putting your energy into them, you take a lot of energy off yourself. Um, but when you buy yourself, you put a lot of energy into yourself. You know what I'm saying? You don't have energy to go into this person that what they got going on. With, with, with. So my success routine has not changed. Um, I'm going to wait on your next question. You're, cons- you're saying your consistency has changed, though. Consistency. Yeah. Why exactly is that? Um, my consistency changed because at first, like I said, a lot of energy. That was not going into me was going into somebody else. A lot of, a lot of my energy was going into stuff that was toxic. A lot of my energy was going into stuff that was not benefiting me personally. Mm-hmm. My when somebody else put their plans on you, put when you got somebody next to you that they got what they got going, and you got what you got going, but you thinking about what they got going, and you trying to make you trying to make it happen for the both of y'all, mm. not just for you. You put a lot of your energy into what they plans, and not just your plans. Mm-hmm. But when you buy yourself, you put a, most of your energy into your plans and what you want for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean by not saying a toxic relationship, but you can talk about your plans out there. If your partner next to you is not interested in a selfish or narcissistic or whatever, mm-hmm. it's all about what they want to have. And you, in, in, in the end, you're going to start putting in, okay, what I what we need to do to get with you with your issues to solve them first. And then mm-hmm. we'll get to what I'm trying to do when we finish dealing with you or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, so basically, you, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but basically what you're saying is you guys were not aligned in the the disalignment caused some issues. Right. OK, because when, when you're like, if if the love is equal, if the if it's equal, it'll be balanced. Like, OK, what you what, what we have going up because at the end of the day, um. My previous relationship and partner was like my family. It wasn't just a boyfriend I was dating. It was somebody I was very close to. I shared somebody with. You know what I'm saying? It was like my family. So I'm very much interested in what you want to have going on. So, um, if like I said, if it's, it's just boils down to this. If it's unbalanced, if you more invested into what the person got going on, they not all the way investing into you. It's going to be unbalanced. One person will be getting a short end of the stick. One person is going to be you know, mm-hmm. going without and one person going to be succeeding in what they want to have. Not succeeding necessarily in a world, but just what they want to have going on is going to be going on because the other partner is completely like, okay, I'm investing into what you have going on. Whatever we need to do to make you happy or whatever the case may be, you will be investing into that. And it's, and when you're in a relationship that's selfish, you know, one person going to be going without. So, mm. At the end of the day, I was the person that was going with it. I was the person that was, you know, you got so much going on. Let's just see if we can fix this for you first. And then all the stuff that I got planned, we're going to get to it. You know, it's just so much that you got going on that you so needy for right now. We just need to figure it out so we can, so I can get back on balance. But it just, it, it was never going to work. You know, some stuff, it, it just was not going to work. You bring there. up a great Point. So there's a speaker. I don't know if you've heard of him. Have you ever heard of Eric Thomas? Yes, I love him. Okay, so Eric Thomas actually has a speech about energy. He said at any point, energy costs. He said, stop giving your energy away. 
So either you're giving or receiving energy. So ladies and gents, as I stated previously, if you're giving too much energy, it can be draining. So Michaela was just saying she was giving and giving and giving. At some point she would have to receive. Otherwise you you're mentally, physically, spiritually drained. So in a relationship, you guys have to exchange, right? It has to be an exchange of energy. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to be receiving or it's going to be dialing. That's a lot of things. That's a boy now every relationship. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always going to be it's two people. It's always going to be one person over-giving or it's always going to be one person over-receiving. Mm-hmm. Other than if it's not balanced, it's considered being toxic because one person is giving too much or the other person is receiving too much. Mm-hmm. It has to be balanced. Y'all have to... Y'all have to I'm going to give to you. You won't give to me. I'm going to feed into what you got going on and try to help your life easier. Or you're going to give, or, you know, or this person, this person going to be giving it to you so much and they're not receiving. Then this person over here is feeling neglected, feeling stressed because they're trying to make a relationship work. It's not working for them, but it's working for you. You know what mm. I'm saying? Toxic. Toxic. Like, it's toxic and it's toxic on the case of one person. One person probably happy. They overfed. But one person gonna be so drained to the point where it's toxic. You know what I'm saying? So whatever side you on, well, I'm speaking for the toxic people because that's where the case I come from. Like you gotta, you gotta detach yourself, and there's no other way to sugarcoat it. You got to leave. You mm. have to leave because that person overfed and you left drained. You're not motivated anymore. You're gonna have to leave. You're gonna have to find balance. It's all about balance. When you find somebody, they probably gonna feed into you. You'll feed back into the same. Same thing that you was feeding to the old partner, but you're gonna have to find balance. It's not a, it's not no other way around. You know, no other, no other way around it. So Eric Thomas, uh, I love him. He definitely, yes. he's hitting on a lot of points, girl. I have to, I listen to him every other morning. Sometimes, like, yes, he be, he be speaking. Question: So, what are your best practices for now, for not allowing the breakup to get in the way of your success? Um, let me think. Uh-huh. You gotta think. Not allowing a breakup. <laughs> um, just speaking on breakups in general, overall, you have to give it time. Like, I'm gonna tell you this. At the beginning, I was emotion. I was still emotionally invested. I just knew that I had to operate as if I wasn't because I would let my emotions get the best of me. And I need. I have a daughter. I knew I needed had to do what was best for me and my daughter. So when I made up my mind that I'm giving this up, I'm not finna be, you know, I'm not gonna let this drain me anymore. I was on ten, like everything. When you ask that person out that you know, you know what I'm saying, that was draining you or using a relationship with that you still love, but it's not gonna work. When you figure it out, it's not gonna work. You have to act on it. Like, emotions, sometimes you got to leave your emotions behind. You just got to start dealing with reality. Mm-hmm. When I just, I looked at my daughter and I was like, girl, you love me so much. <laughs> I don't, why am I even thinking about this person that's, you know what I'm saying, draining me? Mm-hmm. I got somebody to look to and be like, hey, I'm going to do, I'm going to do what I have to do for you, for us. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's like, it's just like, everybody say you, I just had an epiphany. Like, I just was like, hey. I'm going to do what I got to do. You know, all the plans that I had while I was with this person, all the stuff that I had planned, I'm just going to put it into action now. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I, I used my time wisely. I didn't sit around and just be sitting around looking at the walls or watching TV all day or dwelling on what I could have did right or what he could have did right away. I put all that energy into what I wanted to do to make a life my life better for me and my daughter. Okay, so whatever I want I feel like I wanted to do, I just invest in my energy. It's all about energy. We have we got so much energy for a lot of things. I didn't I, I took I, I was being selfish with myself and I said I'm not gonna put I'm not gonna put more energy into this relationship than the stuff that hurt me. I'm gonna put energy into thinking about who I could be when I get to who I think I could be. I didn't know. Mm. I didn't I I didn't see myself being who my better self. I just I was hurt, you know. But I just I was like, Okay. I think I can do better, so I'm just gonna act out for what I think and just start putting my money and putting my energy into my better self, who I think I could be for my daughter. Mm. Even if I don't know right now, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go off of faith. Yeah. And I started start acting on it and just acting on it and was acting, 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 acting. I ain't do too much thinking. Mm-hmm. When you think too much, you start acting on your insecurities. I didn't do too much thinking. I just start moving, 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 keeping myself busy on my on what I wanted for myself. Mm-hmm. Speaking of speaking of that, speaking of that, how does it feel co-parenting with someone who it did not work out with? Um, it all depends on the person. Like somebody, one of my clients asked me, that was like, "How do you?" Because at the time, my child father was coming to get my baby, and he seen my child father and not speaking on my child father with the relationship. He was just like, "How do y'all get along so well?" And I was just like, um. You know, co-parenting, a lot of times when people co-parent, it don't go well because a lot of, y'all, well, people have feelings and mixed up feelings that they haven't addressed or one person is trying to be bitter towards the next person. You know what I'm saying? If y'all just chill and make it all about the baby, it's no reason for it to be drama. It's all about the baby. Mm-hmm. The only reason co-parenting don't go right is because Two people, or one or the other person, or two people, both of y'all could be being petty because y'all still love each other, have feelings for each other, and one trying to be bitter towards the next person, you know, and it's not solely based off the child. Mm-hmm. And my child father, we we don't have the best understanding at times, like two other humans, but, you know, when it comes to Morgan or my baby, we always try to, okay, this is what needs to be done, so we're going to try to make this done. We always put her first, no matter what. Mm-hmm. So, you know, any my advice to anybody co-parenting, you know, I don't really have no advice because y'all know what y'all need to do. Sometimes we just be being petty. One person loves somebody, still loves somebody, and want to be petty to the next person. Still, all these feelings involved, and not putting the child first. When you put the child first, what drama is it? She mm. needs this, or she needs that, and we need to make it happen. What else can be involved other than when we was together? You know, you didn't do this or you didn't do... That ain't got nothing to do with what needs to be done now for this baby. You know what mm. I'm saying? So, that's all I'm going to have to say on this. What advice would do you have for someone who's dealing with something similar to what you dealt with? Um, My advice... <laughs> I, I want to say, let me see. My advice... This to anybody. Put yourself first. You have to put yourself first regardless. Because you might think you in love with somebody, be with somebody, and they turn into a whole different person tomorrow. Then you're going to feel like 
your life over because you invested all this time, all your energy, all your money, all your everything into one person. Don't do that. <laughs> love yourself to the point where whoever is meant to be with you, when you get to who you are and who you love, and when you get to your greatest self, whoever is meant to be there, don't be there. You can't stop growing. You can't stop glowing because for, for one person. Because if, I'm saying if they leave when you when you grow, when you elevate to who you're supposed to be, they not meant to be there. Why stunt your growth because of who you with? Grow, still continue to grow. Don't stop saying, "No, I can't go out. I can't go out and be with you this night. Why I can't do this? I can't do that because I got this plan for myself." If they got an attitude, if they don't like it, leave. Let them go where they're going. The next person gonna be there and be glad to be who and be in company with who you are. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, I was like, I was just. I was just I was damn down on my own life because of relationships. And I speak on my last relationship, just relationships, period. I was invested into a relationship more than I was invested into myself. And when I stopped saying, forget these relationships, forget trying to have somebody that's going to have my back and then they let me down, I, I was all in for myself. I'm like, cool, I got this. I don't need nobody. Mm-hmm. When the person that needs me or want me be there, when I get to where I'm going, they're going to be there. You know? When you start loving yourself to a point where you feel like you don't need nobody or you love yourself to the point where whatever you got to do for yourself that make you happy, I mean, everything else don't fall in place. And it's just point blank. Like, when you start loving yourself, you don't, have, you don't deal with, you don't deal with all the other stuff that come with you trying to make stuff work and letting people, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You gonna start doing what you need to do for yourself. You know what I'm saying, and that that just sums it up. That sums it up. Okay, all right, Michaela. I definitely appreciate you being on the show. All of your wisdom is gonna help so many people, whether they be male or female, because it may be somebody older than you within your age range whatever the case may be it may be somebody who definitely needs a word from you and you may be the only person that they'll receive that word from it may have been somebody else that said it in a different way that they like hey this person doesn't know what they were talking about but you may help somebody that they may not make the same mistake you know what i mean because that's what it's all about it's all about helping and supporting well thank you for being on our show today I thank you, and I really hope that I motivate somebody. You are. You motivated me. That's going through something or in a relationship that's not feeding them, and they feeding into it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you start, you got to start loving yourself. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. when you start putting yourself first and your kids or, you know, whatever, that means that means great value to you. Everything else will fall in place. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to work too hard for something that loves you. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's part. That's something. Up. If something love you, you don't have to work too hard for it. It comes you're not naturally. You're going to have to constantly feed into this and constantly beat yourself up. And if they love you, your life is going to get easier. They're mm-hmm. going to come around and make sure whatever they do, your life get easier. Whether it's a business venture, they'll be researching stuff for you. Like you told me before we got on the phone, cuz. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You hear me? Like, yeah, I ain't going to play but, with you. No, don't, don't, they're going to tell you. Don't, don't settle. Yes. They're going to tell you that. You know what I'm saying? If they love you, so just just choose your battles wisely. You know, that's all I can say. And stay motivated, women and men. This don't go for just women, women and men. Stay motivated. Do what you need to do for yourself first. Boss up, y'all. 
period. <laughs> Bounce up. 